When you download the Kroger app, you have easy access to savings every day. Get the most out of weekly sales and receive personalized coupons toward your favorite items, all while earning one fuel point for every dollar spent. Because shopping at Kroger, whether in-store or online, is easy. And saving money is even easier with the Kroger app. So get the most value out of every trip, every time. Download the Kroger app now to save big. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Must have a digital account to redeem offers. Restrictions may apply. See site for details. Y'all want to do a cold open? I mean, I don't know, man. I, I mean, feel like this is, the, is this the... This is a big day for us. This is a big episode. Yeah, this, is a, this is a big episode. This is like this is a thing right now, right? Yeah, it's it's been a year. It's been a year. Anniversary time. I hate you <laughs> that so, so much. But you know what? But no, what people didn't see here <laughs> and they're listening to it was that it, he was holding the guns in his hand yeah. too like he really had them he's shooting it in the air you know? but these are smiling. celebratory guns see every That's time I think anniversary thing. I think uh, uh, Tony 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 you know what I'm saying uh, on, on, on uh, the anniversary with my girlfriend I always I sing that song to her oh, wait you sing it? yeah I sing it are and you, we, and we give us a little, can you give us a little piece of it? I don't know I think we'll do that you get to the lyrics anniversary <laughs> You're not even going to start with any of the lyrics at all. I thought we were going to have like a team thing. Just... <laughs> okay. Okay, anniversary. Okay. Anniversary. Tomorrow you know what. <laughs> Wait, <she laughs> at every point, I was singing a different you, part. You never match that with how the song starts. Okay, you gonna start with that? Okay, I'm gonna start. No, with that. Okay. no, go ahead, no, no, no. You start with that. I don't know what this song. is. <laughs> oh, you don't know? You don't know Tony Tony You don't know Tony Tony They also had a. It never rains in Santa California. Okay, Jess. <laughs> um, <laughs> you met you literally. That was a guys, perfect song to Santa say. Santa California kind of relates to. Okay, it's so been a year. It's been a year. God. Since we started. Since we first launched, black men can't jump in Hollywood. Yep. Well, I want to. I feel like it's this is a time of reflection. Yeah, it's the summertime. It's hot. It's hot. It is. It's hot. You know, people are wearing less. People are wearing less. They are wearing less. People are gen, gen You know, just generally happier. They're going out more. By the mm-hmm. way, if you live in Australia, you're like it's wet over here. Shut y'all. <laughs> North coast, North <laughs> Hemisphere up. But it still ain't that cold in Australia. It ain't that Shut cold. Your, wait. <laughs> Shut your North Hemisphere up. Right. Something like that, right? Whole Hemisphere. Shut up. Um, but, uh, yeah, like, have, what, what do you think the biggest thing you've learned so far has been? Man, this year? I didn't, you yeah. know what? I should have thought about that. <laughs> Like, like, like. Off the I should have thought. Should have thought about what I learned. <laughs> you know, I can tell you what I learned. I learned that sometimes, even in Hollywood, uh, we always talk about black and white, but there's so many other races that get left to the wayside. Especially yeah. after mm-hmm. watching the Oscars this year, which was supposed to be so empowering and so whatever. You realize that, like, it made fun of Asians. It didn't include Latinos. I mean, the only. Indian actor actress that was there was. Wait, uh, what do you mean it didn't include Latinos? Though? I mean, like they like Chris Alejandro. No, <laughs> no, no, won. no. What I'm saying when they like when yeah. every time Chris Rock did a speech or something, it like it was legit talking about black and white. Like it wasn't talking about like just people of color in general, which is like right. hurt in Hollywood. Period. It's right. always down to like these two warring races. Whereas like this more than just black people and white people in the world. Yeah, you know? and I and I I was it's crazy because I thought you were gonna say this in the second that I thought it, but um, 
I feel like the same thing. Like I feel like it's not always black and white, but in a different way. There's so much gray. I think when it comes to a lot of this, hmm. and I think that I, I think that definitely before like Keanu I, Reeves, like Keanu Reeves, yeah. gray. <laughs> uh, or who's the other person who's in that movie? Gray, Liam Neeson. Uh, but no, uh, James. no, but uh, but I but I definitely do think that before this started, I had. I thought that it was very clearly like, you know, these are things that are happening and these, you know, and it's, it's, it's hard for these reasons, but the more, the more we talk about it, the more things that we look at, the more I see that like, man, it's, it's more nuanced than that for, for, for in, in some cases, mm-hmm. you know, there's some cases where it's like clear, you, we can see what's happening. Mm-hmm. There are other cases where it's like, oh yeah, there's a, there's a lot of gray. And I think that that's good because it, it, it makes it worth talking about. Yeah. I feel like. Yeah, I learned a little bit of like, I guess what you both said, but particularly Jara's like point. Like, I didn't really realize how desexualized uh, Asian men were mm. until like yeah. I really I was like, oh, wow, they really they never get to have a romantic lead. Like, it's a weird thing. So so much so that I felt like it was such a big thing for like crazy ex girlfriend to have oh, like, yeah. her main love interest be an Asian man. I thought that was really cool. Um, the the TV show though, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And then the other thing was, I feel like it was just the the epiphany of like, you know, it's really not like I in my mind I kind of thought, oh, it is true that you know, movies with like all black casts are usually like not great. And then when we saw Best Man Holiday, I was like, wait a minute, this isn't a thing, like. It's just an assumption that we have, and the people don't go watch those movies or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, we assume it's bad. And then also how women are treated. Like, I feel like every time, <laughs> it just came up recently, actually. Every time someone says, like, uh, women need to be paid more, women need to get more, like, roles. And I'm like, that's true. But I'm like, every time I hear that, it's always a white woman saying it. Whereas there's, like, even, even for instance, right now, like, you know, Comic Con would have happened weeks ago, and, like, the Marvel female cast photo came out and there are like eight or 10 women. All right. I have like some, some black, some white, but I'm looking at it like, man, there's no Asian woman in this, man. There's yeah. no, like, I think there is an Asian woman in guardians coming out, but it's like, there's no Asian woman and like, in this list. Squad. Yeah. And it's like, you know, it's like these, 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 this feminism that exists is, I guess something that I've heard about before, like the white feminism, where it's like, yeah, it's for women, but it, it excludes so many other people. That like again, we don't have a black Margot Robbie, you know. We don't have a black Jennifer Lawrence or Indian or Asian Jennifer Lawrence, you know. Like they're still mm-hmm. fighting to exist in Hollywood, period. Yeah, which is like we have so far to go. <laughs> it's like it's so far to go, but you know, um, it's true. That's where we are. Yeah. Uh, wow, this was actually way more so- sombering than I wanted it to be. <laughs> I mean, yeah, as we learned, I mean, it was like it's, you learn how messed up the world is. Well, like, that's yeah, what I mean, that's what yeah. I th- that, but I think that that is what we learned. It's like, true. The 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 this the, started out the as a mission of everything was. <laughs> yeah, I also that. learned like way more people liked the swirl than we thought would, and that's weird. More people like the swirl than I like the swirl. <laughs> at this point, <laughs> at this point, it's like yeah, people like the swirl more, more. I don't than, know that Jarrah's ever liked the swirl. Yeah, like literally, it was like, <laughs> like literally, it was like we didn't want to be clear. Just, he did invent the. Yeah, but, but no, but it was like it was a thing of like it was a thing of like the swirl came from I like think oh the swirl a was noticing. a specific movie that yeah, you, <laughs> it came up noticing something, but it was like oh yeah. Nah, you know he talked is? about it before we talked about any movie. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, but that, no, but it's true because like it, it became a thing of noticing it, but it was like yeah. oh not. 
it's, it's a real that. thing too. It is, but, but I it's think, like trying to notice that while not excluding or depreciating the thought but, of black women. Yeah, and uh, but the thing, and, and but I do think that a lot more people um, like this world than we thought because there are people that are actually like that experience the adverse effects, I guess you would say, of the, the yeah. lack of that, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like we were talking about Asian men being desexualized, and a good friend of mine is married to an, uh, she's a white woman, she's married to an Asian guy, and she literally just talked about how, like, yeah, you never see that, you know? And so, like, when you're the person who has the feelings that you have, yeah, you know? <laughs> you're an outside, like, you're a different, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, and that's weird, and, and, and shouldn't happen, it shouldn't be an outsider to, like, or love the person that you love. You, you know, know, you know who's an outsider? Axel Foley. <laughs> Did you that just? is a brilliant transition. Thank wow. you. We gonna do this show. <laughs> Here we go. Beverly Hills Cop Two. One year. Oh, John Freelock. James the Third. Drop Billy What more can I say? Welcome to Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood. Hollywood City. Put it one year. Wow. <laughs> that was beautiful. That was yes. possibly the best we've ever done. Wow, yes. that was an accident. <laughs> go us. Go. Wow. Okay, I'm done. For Welcome to yep. uh, the one year anniversary. Almost, give or take a couple days. I mean, we close. Of yeah, Black Men Can't Jump did. in Hollywood. Uh, I'm Jonathan Braylock. I'm Gerard Milligan. And I'm James the Third. And for those of you who don't know, this is a podcast where we review films of leading black actors or p- other people of color and kind of discuss them in the context of race and the cause. The cause being more leading people of color in films. Yeah, but you know what? This is a year. So don't expect us to keep explaining the show because we've been <laughs> on for a year. Yeah. So that means you should know by now. Yeah, I guess we're done. Right? I mean, if you got friends, yeah, this is the last time. <laughs> so the last time we explained in the show. Yeah. Ever. Tired of doing this. We've done it 53 times. Uh, 53. This is uh, Beverly, uh, Beverly Hills Cop 2 uh, is what we we're reviewing. Uh, of course, because the first film we ever reviewed was Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah. So we had to review the sequel. Yeah, and I guess yeah. stay tuned for Beverly Hills Cop 3 in a year from now. See, this, that's a trend that I was worried about. I was like, I get why we did this in a little bit, but I was like, we could have. I, I mean, mean, we got to keep doing this. We got to keep Hopefully doing Hopefully they'll this. make a fourth one. And then, I yep. mean, well, maybe we can find a pilot and just do yeah, the pilot. Yeah, we can just do the just pilot. Do the pilot. Um, oh, goodness. Uh, so, yes, uh, Beverly Hills Cop 2 came out in 1987, I believe. Yep, 87. Uh, and uh, wait. How many? What, if the first one was what eighty four or eighty two? No, eighty eighty four, right? I think so. Yeah. So so that's a three year three year. So it was like obviously Beverly Beverly Hills Cop did very well. Beverly Hills Cop two didn't do as well. I didn't. Beverly Hills Cop two did three hundred mil. But 
it wasn't as well as Beverly Hills Cop One, was it? Uh, let me check. I know this budget was twenty mil, I, made three hundred mil. I didn't I look mean, this that's up. Crazy. Which I didn't is look this up. Obviously, why they made a set, uh, third one. Yeah, but somebody, somebody told me that Beverly Hills Cop Two was direct to video. It was like one of the first times they did that. But it was like not. It's not what it is now. It was like it was released expert. both. It was in the movie. It was released both at the same time. Yeah. That's oh amazing. really? Yeah. So that might have some that might. Contribute. I mean, it made a. I remember my stepdad. Ha, he has this VHS still to this day. We have the VHS to uh, Beverly Hills Cop too. Mm. Well, well, the first pair of breasts I saw oh. was in this movie. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> I, I remember. I remember. That's like, so wait, am I supposed to see this? That. And I, I remember it because I was like, yeah, because you know, when you're a kid, you don't know you what. Don't know what's up. Like, I didn't know that that was like not a thing I was supposed to see. Yeah, but I was like, oh man. Um, Literally, box office mojo is down. Oh, just, oh wait, here we go. We don't know. You're right. So just it was. Wiki, um, it made two, it made two it made three hundred million worldwide. The thing is, it made less domestically, but it made uh, than Beverly Hills Cop. But it made one hundred and forty six million foreign. Yeah. How much did Beverly Hills Cop make total? If uh, okay, Beverly Hills Cop made three hundred and sixteen million worldwide, but only eighty one million foreign. Which oh. Proves the theory that I've well not proves, but it's another piece of evidence to the theory that I was talking about. Yeah, exactly. So foreign people didn't know who Eddie Murphy was, but then Beverly Hills Cop comes out, it does really well. Right. And then when Beverly Hills Cop Two comes out, it does way better foreign. Yeah. In one of his stand ups, wasn't he talking about that? Like when he goes delirious. Yeah, Yeah, delirious, yeah. Um, which was right before this. Delirious was oh wait, delirious might have been Oh, oh wait, no! Wait, 80s, no. Raw was right before eighty-seven. Mm-hmm. Anyway, sorry, all the Edinburgh fans are like this is horrendous, <laughs> and, <laughs> and I we, apologize. Well, that's we all have lo- phones. I love no one wants to look at me. No, my phone's on airplane mode because I just want to look at my notes. Uh, <laughs> but, he, but doesn't he talk? He does talk about that. I think in one of his specials. So yeah. Um. Um. So here's the thing. What did you guys think of the sequel? I I really like this movie. I like, like, um, I really like, I think I remember the first time I noticed this was like a year ago, like when we, when we watched the first one, I watched the second one right after it. But the first time I noticed it was like, it's, it's directed by, uh, Tony Scott. And so it's like darker, you know, and like, and like even the element of like fancy, a lot more violence and the, the element of like fancy Beverly Hills is like not there anymore. Like it's not like. And I don't know, like there's just it's something there, but it's like more, it's more grounded. It's like well, it's there, but, but not glamorized. Well, yeah, like in the the like the scene when we first see them, you know, in the in their uh, in the police department, in the in in, in it, it's like dark and gritty, and feels like there's like smoke in the room. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, which like, is such a dark contrast yeah, to like the first one, where it was, like it was. bright and clean, and like so, like yeah, like I really like it, and like and Axel is like is on his a game like even more so than he is in the in the first one like he is insanely smart like he thinks of things so quickly it's like it's crazy it's crazy it's unbelievable how good he is at stuff but it's uh, unbelievable i don't know like you're saying st- a black man being smart is unbelievable no i'm saying is that what you're saying james oh, the third? I mean, do you believe macgyver is unbelievable yeah oh, oh. <laughs> with, a, with a, a paper clip and a rubber band he, he built a bomb i don't believe it <laughs> no but but um but you got no, you guys know what I mean. Like he, yeah, like yeah. he's so. It's like he's such the the fast talking, like smooth, like quick witted black guy. And he's it, also you know, super smart. He's, and he's super smart. And it and it and it's clear why that 
that archetype is desirable and why people have tried to keep recreating it. But like, it is crazy how, you know, he's flawless in this one, right? I don't know yeah. if he's flawless. I mean, I, mean, I, I noticed it's funny because I remember growing up, and this is the one I remember out of all three of them. I remember the second one. Right. Yeah. I remember loving it, but for some reason, it's not to say the movie was bad. I was kind of bored by the movie a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't even know why. I just wasn't like, it was just hard to focus on it. It was just hard to just like pay attention to it. It, it felt like, um, for me, for instance, I wanted to. I was hoping maybe to learn something different about Axel, like mm-hmm. maybe like, like for instance, like to me, it's like if you're gonna have a sequel, maybe instead of kind of rehashing the original, like I wanted to see like a little bit about like his background, maybe see him grow as a character. Right. Whereas like, I felt like he didn't grow. He was just yeah. the same cool dude he was before. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, he still again wasn't sexualized. Not saying I wanted him to be, but like. He was this dude That's who's a very he's a no. cool black it's, dude. This is a sequel to his movie. Yeah, like I mean, he was literally not even, and he was around beautiful people like women. Like, like he kind of looked at and like women, he kind of hit on, but like he was just not even there yeah. as a man almost. There are I mean, literally he, times he was a couple like there are like moments where he talks about it. He talks but about they, it, but like he like no one looked at him like look at this fine, but like you know what I'm saying. Like no yes. one gave him an eye or like there are moments where like. A scene could clearly have sexual tension, and then it he immediately responds like he's a brother figure, or yeah, and it's, you know, and it's like whoa, and it's yeah. not to say, and it's not to say that like you know, there needs to be like some type of sexual tension in every movie, but sexual tension exists in the world. Like people are attracted in to an each 80s other. 80s action movie. Well, no, but in the real world, like <laughs> no, but like if you're living in this world. People are like you might see someone for women and men like who walks down the street and like like oh this person is attractive and if they stopped and spoke to you you would react differently yeah. right you know what I'm saying like mm-hmm. he didn't have that no one treated him any differently it was like yeah. he got a sequel without the benefits of being the star of a sequel to me yeah so it was like it was weird this movie was weird for me yeah it's interesting I would say that's the I did like this movie that was the biggest um, concern I guess. I had from it though is what draw saying uh and it was like a sequel like it didn't yeah he didn't grow as a character or whatever i mean i don't really expect in action movies necessarily for people to grow as characters like it generally doesn't happen um well rosewood and and taggart they grew yeah, I don't I said, know Rosewood. They, Rosewood became like a badass with like I don't know if they grew as much as they changed like they evolved they though evo- yeah. yeah that's true they did mm-hmm. evolve i guess like i guess eddie's evolution was just like that he was just even better at this than he was the first time yeah um and he and like he like knew it like he was like even like cockier about it and like he would like laugh i mean it's so funny though like i swear the the director was like like eddie you have the perfect laugh we're gonna do it all the time (laughs) like like even in the like the beginning of the movie is like the first time you see eddie after the bank robbery happens, like he's like dressed up, you know, he's in this fine looking suit. He's looking at himself in the mirror and you're like, man, this is a good looking guy. You know, he's like looking at himself in like a very like, you know, a deliberate way to like be like, this is an attractive man. And then he immediately just goes <laughs> yeah. and starts laughing. And I'm like, why is he laughing? Yeah. But it, it was like almost to like be like, just kidding. We're not going to make Eddie sexy. <laughs> like, yeah. That's kind of how oh, it felt. Uh, and he would laugh like he would like see something and like laugh and be like, oh, this is great. Um, that being said, I really I mean, I think uh, Eddie's still like 
was the star of the movie and the fact that, you know, the movie couldn't have been made without him. He was like, they were, they kept like giving him, you know, kind of toss ups for scenes to like hit the ball out of the park with his comedy. And he was still able to like rope a couple, you know, we had Chris Rock who had a cameo. Yeah. It was probably one Mm -hmm. of his first films. It was his first, right? Mm hmm. Eddie, y'all know that story, right? Yeah, Chris Rock talks about it. It's like he happened to go to L.A., visited Eddie, and Eddie just like threw him in the movie, right? Well, well the, what happened was he was doing stand-up in New York. Eddie happened to be in the back, and he heard, <laughs> like, in the back. And then they just hung out for, like, two days. I was like, you're coming to L.A. with me. And he just took him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and bless. I think in the, in the story, or at least in the way that he tells it, like, he didn't tell him how he was getting back. Like, he just took him. Yes, and I've heard Rock tell the story. Like, <laughs> but he put him in a movie. <laughs> yeah. He put him in a movie. Yeah, man. which is awesome. Uh, so, I mean, the breakdown of the film is mostly just, you know, uh, there's these series of bank robberies happening. It's like a very, like, a person who leaves these clues. Like, they're considered the alphabet robber or whatever alphabet killer alphabet killer the alphabet killer and uh what's his name the chief yeah gets from, from beverly hills from the first one gets shot doesn't actually die they shoot him Ooh. at such close point range, blank range twice though, it makes in the no chest sense. <laughs> point blank range in the chest both lungs are gone and he is <laughs> still alive it was it just twice or was it three times it was twice but <laughs> but bridget no Wait, did Bridges shoot him twice? No, it might have been three times. Because I feel shot like the from first the car, guy shot him. He gets shot from the car and he gets shot by and Bridget twice. twice? I felt like one of them shot him twice. But anyway. I think Bridget did shoot him up close Point two times. Blank. What a desert I was eagle. Just like, I was like, how did this guy live? Yo. <laughs> but anyway. Insane. Uh, uh, even though we never actually see him, physically see him again. Um, and so Eddie's like, Eddie hears about it and literally just flies flies immediately goes back uh to try to figure it out um yeah so what like what did you think about the fact that like he was like it it, so one thing i did notice was like in the first movie you had all these shots of detroit yeah you know what i mean like the crime and and there's a lot of black you saw like a lot of black people and obviously there's his chief his chief in detroit is black but like I felt like they like didn't show Detroit as much as they yeah they didn't set up that city really. Which is interesting right. because he doesn't go. I timed it. He doesn't go to Beverly Hills until seventeen minutes into the movie. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like yeah, when they show Beverly Hills, I mean uh, Detroit is either in like a warehouse or just a shot right. of him driving a car or the police station. Yeah, well, the that's station. the thing. Like like in the in the first movie, we got like a real sense of like what was different about Detroit and L.A. And this one, like he starts immediately in this. Fresh suit, yeah, flashy, and, and, got and the and nice watch, right? And like, and so, like, yeah, sure, he's been upgrade. Like, what he's doing is higher profile stuff, I guess, is what that means, right? But like, well, we find out that it's really just because he's like doing it to, he's undercover, he's undercover, yeah, and like, I guess that's a part of his. Um, he calls it what flash money, he's or something? like that, yeah, and, it, and he flash money, and he's in a he's in a Ferrari or whatever, it is yeah, he's driving. Yes. Uh, but it's like. Um, uh, he's just big and a character versus like this dude who was like, I mean, and granted he's very grounded in this at times, but like 
Axel Foley in this is like this big guy now versus like this person who's living in Detroit like day by day. Like we don't get the like him and his friend thing that we have in the first one. Like you kind of see him with uh, was it Paul Ryan? Right? Yeah, yeah. But that was that was always a comical relationship. Yeah, it was comical. Versus like him and him and his friend who gets shot that instigates oh. the going to L.A. or the going to Beverly Hills in the first. I movie. mean, this is. I mean, this movie literally just rehashes the. Just rehashes the original. I mean, that's what this movie... Like, to be there's, fair, that's what most sequels do. I know, yeah. but I'm saying, like, this movie doesn't... Like, to me, this movie doesn't... At least... I don't know, man. At least, like, when you have a movie, to me, it's like the, the, the new villain, like, challenges the, the, the hero in some type of way. To, Ooh, like, that's a good point. Like, they, like, they do something... Like, to me, it's like, even if the movie... Right. Trends, like, something different happens where, like, the hero has to, like, flex a new muscle. Right. Not, to me, Eddie Murphy doesn't... Yeah, we get more Eddie, which well, is great, but we don't see like the more of an detective like, Eddie. Do you think that this movie is more of a comedy than like the kind of like mystery? Was the first one a mystery? Well, the first more? one was like, yeah. This one was like, yeah, he was trying to solve a mystery. Right. This one, I mean, it was a cop. It, this was a straight up cop movie, which I get, especially when you think about who directed it. And there's no diss. It's like, but he makes very good. No, no, that's not true. He does great cop dramas. Well, he, they're trying to find. They were trying to find the the difference with this is, um, you know, it's not. It's the stakes are not as high for him in this one. Like uh, the detect the the chief has been shot, but he's not dead. We don't know. That's true, he's, right? Uh, He's not dead, and like, and the, this connection is is a little. It's a little more thin. It's like this guy that he met, you know, and that he like kind of knows and like worked with a few years ago. Right. But it's not a an, a friend from his past that is really important to him. You know, yeah. it's not like it's. And so because of that, because this one, they, they're also trying to solve a mystery. Like they're they're trying to solve oh, yeah, like I who guess, is yeah. that? They're trying to solve a bigger mist, uh, almost like a mystery that people that. Um, Everybody else cares about right. mm-hmm. just as much as he does. Whereas the first time, nobody cared about his friend dying. It was just right. personal. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's what the I think that's why it feels so different because at the core of it for him in, the, in that first one, and it, and you can see it and you feel it throughout. And I guess they kind of keep returning to this idea of the the chief is in is in. Um, you know what? I'm not even gonna blame. I'm not gonna blame Tony Scott. Rest in peace, Tony Scott. I'm gonna blame this writer. Who is this writer? <laughs> well, story by Eddie oh, Murphy. No. Co-story by it was him and somebody else. Daniel, whatever. Daniel Batch. I'm blaming him, not Tony Scott. Because the thing is, it just felt like the action was good. Like it looked different. It felt it felt way more grounded to me. But it just felt like it might have been funnier too. Oh, I mean, it, yeah, it was definitely way definitely more comedy. Funnier. It was way more comedy and way more action. Yeah, but it just didn't feel like there was no. It was not for me to latch on to. Like literally, I was doing everything but watching this movie while watching. This but movie. that feels like typical. That feels for me. It feels like typical '80s action sequel stuff. Like, like not every not every sequel is gonna be Terminator Two or, or Aliens. Woo. Do you know what I mean? Like those two, Man, I mean, those but they right? should be. Yeah, though. yeah. But you know what I mean? But like those two are like those two are sequels that really like change 
how you look at the first one and like and add so much to and are bigger but like add so much to it whereas like this is a sequel i mean i'm gonna loosely say it's like die hard the second die hard which is like the same thing like it's christmas again yeah, yeah. they're in the he's he's first off, somewhere first of die hard 2 doesn't exist bro <laughs> it really is like die hard 2 but it's like but it's Did like that, that. Come on, the 80s? i feel like yeah, this I came yeah, out of, i think so mm-hmm. i feel like this was a time where like sequels started to become popular again like yeah. this was like you know, they used to make them back in the day, but it was like they almost were like remakes. So, like, this is when like sequels started getting made. So, it was like, I mean, I'm good luck. I mean, good job, Eddie. But it was just like, it just, I, just wanted, I just wanted something out of him and this character. Today. Also, like, there were. He. <laughs> so, like, this other thing is happening in Detroit where he's like trying to crack down on this, like, you know, fraudulent credit cards, which also didn't seem like that big of a thing. Yeah. Like, to pour all this money into. I was like, you're pouring all this money to just crack somebody who's just selling fake credit cards. <laughs> like, you need this much money to do that. Like, and uh, but they had like that scene, and then and then like the the his chief was like, you need to have like in three days if you don't have like you know uh, an arrest, like I'm pulling everything. Yeah, and you're in like deep deep trouble, and like that literally never gets resolved it's <laughs> yeah. like it was like this like i was like oh yeah but then like he like eddie doesn't care about it at all yeah he just says like great it just buys me time to go do the thing that i right. want to do and what i what i actually like about that though in the case of this yo movie, his, is, that chief is so funny too by the he's, way he's oh Man. he's hilarious <laughs> everything yeah, out nice. of his mouth is gold uh, that's the worst part of the of Battle Cop Three is he dies halfway through it or, or like he's the, he's, he's the, the instigating it. yeah he's the instigating right. action for the but uh, the exciting incident for the but anyway it's like um, wait 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 the first one his friend dies the second the one second one the white guy gets shot, gets shot. doesn't die mm-hmm. third one the black police chief gets shot and dies yeah. and and I believe his uh, the first like one's an, white. Unpre- an unwritten oh that's true. Uh oh! You just talking about who lives and who dies? Why the black dude dies? <laughs> stupid. Tell your story. Uh, but what was I? What was I? What was I trying to Hamilton say? Fan, uh, uh, what I liked about the fact that that wasn't res- uh, resolved is that like it further like uh, it further showed just how much better at everything Axel was. Like, cause cause to jump to the end when it when the shit hits the fan there, like the chief is just like. Axel, you better just come back. Like he's like not even like I know he's not <laughs> he's even like, really that bad. He's just yeah. like so relaxed yeah. about he's it. Just like, like all right, you done it in California doing your thing. <laughs> yeah. We need you back to work. But it's like it doesn't help the city of Detroit at all that <laughs> he solved this mur- these murders and in or the these robberies in Beverly Hills. And we know that that chief's his job is on literally on the line if he doesn't start <laughs> like. <laughs> and even says at one point like I mean. <laughs> Oh, so there. so he goes he goes over to uh they fly, he flies over <laughs> to Beverly Hills and like uh Taggart and um what's the other one? It's Rosewood and Rosewood, Taggart, right? Rosewood and Taggart like they've been like demoted to traffic cop duty because uh this this new chief that is over there or lieutenant or whatever the heck the ranking is like has fired they said like they fired everybody who used to work here except for the three of us yeah i don't know why yeah well um it happens just because he's i guess he just he doesn't like police or something (laughs) and then uh yeah he's just like always yelling at them and uh they're like oh no we can't really do this and ask just like come on they're like all right great (laughs) and uh what's the first thing what's the first clue that he has 
Uh, is it the is it the the shell casing? So he spans the shell casing and immediately yeah. goes. And he immediately uh, knows immediately. everything about the shell casing. <laughs> I mean, yo. Every, he knows everything about it. <laughs> He's like, no one else knows. Well, no. So anything. he knows the type. Of, well, okay. It's fair to say that. Okay, he knows the type of gun. That's like that's just somebody who knows the type of gun, right? Yeah. But like, how did he know to go from that to that specific gun range again? Oh well, no. He took him a while to get to that gun range, though, wasn't it? But also, no. I think he goes. If anything, it's like two scenes later, so it's pretty quick. Wait, but wait, we first wait. wait we, we didn't skip. talk about the fact that he stole the house. <laughs> That's my favorite part of the movie. <laughs> All right, so he's just driving down Beverly Hills like he does in the first one, like just enjoying everything, laughing at nothing. Uh, <laughs> he like the, in the first movie, he sees like a blonde, like a blonde woman, and she kind of smiles at him, and he smiles back he and then laughs. None of that. In this movie, they show a shot of like two women in a Corvette, but they don't even. But they don't like notice they don't him. him. They like notices them, but they don't notice him. And I was like, yeah. "Hey, man!" They sh- they show so many white women in this. Like, it's the one and like walking her dog in like the gym clothes. It's like two walking down the street. It's the one, the two in the car, and it's like he gets no love. This is all right. Love Can we also woman. talk about uh, the song? There's got to be a better way. Oh God! Good Lord! Yeah, that's all. <laughs> anyway, so he sees this house that people are working on doing construction. He looks at it. And he's like, <laughs> "It's so great." And he, then has, he turns. Wait, the car I just got to describe this moment. He has the sunglasses up, like they're like not on. They're like up on yeah. his forehead, and he like passes the house. He sees it. Throws the glasses down. He does, <laughs> and then he turns Turn, around. Turns around. <laughs> it. Turns around. It's like so ridiculous how he gets the idea. But then when he hops out the car, he doesn't have the shades on, and I'm like. <laughs> Do, is this a jump cut? Like, did anyone notice continuity? Sorry, that was just like a pet peeve. Like, did no one notice this? Oh. Anywho. So he literally just walks over and he's like, who's the foreman? And the guy's like right over there. And he's like, great. All right, everybody, stop your work. Stop, stop what you're doing. Stop what you're doing. <laughs> you got the new, you, yo, who's the foreman? I need the foreman. I'm the foreman. Oh, great. You get the new plans? New plans, what? Oh, oh my God, you didn't get the new plans? Give, give me the new plans. Give me that plan. <laughs> and literally just does this song and dance about new plans. And they're like, and he's he like, says, everybody go home. And they're all like, no, great. Wait, the, he says the new plans are, there's supposed to be no right angles. Yeah, on no this right house. angles. He like, some people, <laughs> no right angles. Some people like, some people just like living in circles. Yeah, because somebody's like, he's like, wait, you want, they want this to be a circle. Some people just like living in circles. <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous. Oh my goodness. It's, it's so insane. silly. I mean, I, um, yeah. And then he gets, a, he has a house. That might be the most I, okay. Let's not skip ahead. I know we don't. I feel like we don't do this all the time. But like, I try to think watching this. What are the memorable moments from this movie? And like the first one, you had a banana in the tailpipe. You had him going into like this. Like I feel like there were a couple. And in this one, outside, I almost forgot about the, him stealing the house. I can't yeah. think of one moment I was like, my boy Eddie's killing it. Like and it was just no. Uh, like what did you guys have like a moment I was I like, yeah. well, well, uh, I why? liked the, I liked all of his like cop specifics like. The uh, the fingerprint thing, I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. And like the, the gum, like being yeah. able to pick the lock and that set the alarm. I was like crazy. I was like, there's no way this works, but this is a like, cool. Work. Yes. Those two things were things that I remembered from, from seeing it the first time. Another time in my favorite moment in this movie. I think it's my, it's, it's a movie. It's a thing that I will always remember when I think about Eddie Murphy. It's when he takes the vitamins into the into the place, the back, and he like he throws, throws water, he on, his water on his face, and he like and he it's just oh, like yeah. it's nuclear it's nuclear so products goes, yeah. or whatever. It's oh that that part which like me. I was like I don't know uh, what uh, person know. believes this. That, uh, like who believes like that, just because he's 
sweating. sweating. I was oh. like, that you believe him? That, that that in a paper bag is an explosive? I was like, yo. Who transports a, first explosives off, in a paper bag? A black dude back in the 80s in Beverly Hills coming in there sweating with a paper bag, not dressed in a suit and but, tie like he works in the place? No, Bruh. no. Oh, like, the other thing? No, he's, deli- he's delivering something. He's a delivery person. Bruh. That's why they immediately are like, they're like, no, you got to get out of here. Yeah. You got you to go. And he's like, and, and he's so... Listen, this okay. So I've been talking about how he's like he's too right he's now. too smart in this movie, right? Okay, so ch- check this out. That that moment in particular happens in stages. It's like it's like the, first of all, the, also the moment before this that he doesn't act out is like the Johnny Wishbone thing, which is insane. Uh, but then in this, he he, he gets out of his car. He goes he goes over and he and he looks he. Before they even get into what he's talking about, like what he's going to do inside, he's like, uh, what's in the bag? Oh, my vitamins. Uh, I'll take them. He just takes his vitamins. Right. Then he gets inside and he looks at the person. So like he doesn't know what he's going to do. Yet. Right. He looks at the person and then somebody just shows up next to him with a, with a wine, with wine in, a, in a, a, buck, a bucket of ice. And he, and he immediately goes, what year is it? And then puts his hand in it and puts it on his face. Like – yeah, why did he like, say what year? What is ha- like? Like it's the reason he stopped. That was like his excuse for stopping that. And then immediately goes into the the this is explosive waste. But it's like how like what what even where even does that idea <laughs> come from? It's it's, yeah. it's insane how like how like <laughs> smart he is or how like he's always thinking of the next like the, like he, he the, was, would you call him exceptional? He's an exceptional Negro in this. Wow. He, he he's da- had no flaw. You know what he it is? Da- he is flaw. I don't think he has a single. He flaw does in not. This movie. He has he, like he has no uh, flaws. That's he's, true. He's super like, caring. Like, like he has, he has no well, flaws. To be fair, action heroes usually don't have flaws. Right? But, yeah. I yeah. mean, I mean, if we think about the greatest action hero of all time, uh, John McClane. Uh, has, I was like has, really wondering yeah, what you were like, gonna say. Oh, I was like, like he has he has who extreme flaws, which we know about, and which they point out in every movie. Yeah. he's in. You know why he's not like out on the field? Like you know, not saying this movie has to be that, but I'm saying well, you know. But you, like, but like the the difference between this and we talked about this on the Rainbow Rush Hour. Rainbow flaws. We talked about this on the on the Rush Hour episode. Uh, Chris Tucker's mouth is his flaw, right? Like yeah. it actually gets in and his people way. say that, and people say and that. people say it, and he. And he has to, like, there are times when he has to come to terms with it. He has to say, like, you know, like the part when he's like, yeah, Johnson, I don't, I don't need you to see. I need you to do it. Like, can you do this for me? Like, when he has to, like, stop being crazy and he has to, like, just talk. Whereas, true. like, in this movie, like, literally just his, his mouth will get him out of everything every single time. Yeah. And, that, and he, doesn't even, he doesn't even break a sweat. Yeah. No. <laughs> he knows it will. He needed fake the, sweat for the... the um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um... Okay, can we talk about – let's talk about the relationship between him and man, the daughter. Man, Ugh. I took notes on this. Because this was the, one of the weirdest things. And it was like – and like there were two things. One, I was like – one, I was like, look at the – they're working really hard to not have him be a romantic interest at all. Yeah. Because like it's so – like in this kind of scene, like even if they like were like – even if they decided at the end of the movie, like, we shouldn't be together, it really made no sense to have this... Do- like, the daughter was just there to be, like, a pretty face, yeah, but then not be romantic. And then, like, I realized, oh, they're kind of showing... They're, they're, they're making Eddie seem less dangerous and more familial. Mm-hmm. And they're like, they want... 
I feel like they want like you know white audience to feel safe. I did you feel that way? I didn't, oh, I didn't feel about, that way, but like I don't. That. I think that's an interesting because point. they yeah, had like there was that. like there was a there was a moment where she like she even like puts his head puts her head on his shoulder and she's like kind of crying and he's like comforting her and like in movies like this is usually a point where there's like some chemistry or whatever they're yeah. both very attractive people right and like he doesn't even think twice about it like yeah. he's like and i was like wow like you rarely see i feel like you rarely see that because usually you know there's like this intimidate you know there's this unspoken intimidation of like black men with white women mm-hmm. and like i felt like they were like oh let's work really hard for people not to feel intimidated by it and show like hey man he's just a really nice caring guy he doesn't want to have sex with your women you know what i mean yeah. like no if i mean it definitely felt like they purposely went out of the way because i mean this movie again just like the original felt like there was a love story here that book but because it was eddie murphy they were like oh no we, we can't we can't do that it's crazy enough we got the black man in beverly hills I mean, because you think about it, every other, at least in the first one, his they had that that other black uh, uh, black cop who was there. Oh, that's true. In this one, like outside of Chris Rock and random was people, like, um, you know, car service car service guy, like he wasn't interacting with many people of color in this movie. Yeah. And so I think kind of to think about that, what Bray's saying and is kind of true. Right. It's like there are certain points in this movie that I'm like, and I and I and I'm not trying to say that women have to be love interests. But what I'm saying is in a movie like this and in a situation like this in real life, if there is a history, both people are single, both people are like grieving and they are close, there is some type of chemistry that happens between humans. Yeah. And like this movie purposely went out of its way to take that away from this man. And I'm curious to know why. Yeah. I, I take notes of times when it happened. When when she's brought up, I think his name's like her name's like Jan or something, right? Was she in, in the, the first movie, by the way? No. So so and I thought and I thought <laughs> She that wasn't, right? I was no, like, who no. is this character? The friend was in the first one. Right. And I was right. just like, why is and like and like they seem like they know each other. So Right. So so that's what I thought. I thought that her role, her primary role. So it's so interesting that you say that because now I'm looking at this movie in a whole different way uh, about her, you know, like him being a, an acceptable to, to white people. Mm-hmm. But uh, but they introduce her to sort of like help to establish a relationship between between him and and the, and the chief. Yeah. Like uh, he, he goes, how's Jan? Like I think he brings it up first, right? Uh, and then and then he says, you know, you know, had she not had a father with a bad something would have happened like that. And then and then he just responds, yeah, she's great, isn't she? Like it's such a like immediately like de-escalating it yeah. to something else. And then in the in the first scene that he has with her, the one after he's like hugging her to mm-hmm. be like, what happened? And and like she can be there to to, to talk right. to sort of like I, again. I feel like it feels like her role is to sort of like help it feel like oh yeah, he has a relationship. This is important. There's some stakes here, quote unquote. Um, but then in the next scene when when he's, he's snooping the around their house. Uh, uh, and 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 she's like she like goes Comes after him. Uh, she kisses him on like either it's like a quick peck on the lips or or on the cheek. On but the it's cheek, like really like cheek. it's really quick. And then you uh, know who kiss you on the cheek. That's when you a friend. Yeah, and and that's when you get no action. They they literally have no anything. Nothing. Like it doesn't feel like they to the point where. 
did you did you hear one of the last lines she said? No. What? It was like she was like she was like, "All right, you got to get out of here. I'm gonna go take a shower." Yes, yes. And I was like, "I'm gonna go take a shower." Yes, I know. Uh, an attractive person says, "I'm gonna go take a shower." Eddie wasn't like, "Uh oh, like maybe right? I'll stick around." He didn't even make a joke. No. He was just like, "Great." Exactly. It's, it was so weird. <laughs> like they were brother and sister. It was like yeah. like. Like they were brother and sister, yeah. but exactly like they were brother and sister. If this were any other movie, action movie made in the 1980s, and a woman that said to the lead, I'm going to take a shower, they would have then had uh, sex in why, that shower. Why can't, why can't. Also, <laughs> they would have had sex in the shower. Yeah, also just like, just, just to pause real quick, like for anybody who's listening and being like, why do you want, why would you want that? Like this movie was not feminist by any means. Like there are plenty yeah, of it would have there are movie plenty worse. of there was a plenty of like misogynistic moments in this movie. Trip to the strip there's club. like they go to a strip club, they go to the Playboy Mansion. Like there's gratuitous shots of women's butts all over this movie. He, he keeps they, like, calling the tall uh, blonde woman big bitch. Yeah, yeah. Keeps they use that word. A, they use that word a lot. Like not only that, there's like the sub thing with like uh, Taggart's like uh, or is it yeah Taggart's uh, wife right? Oh yeah. yeah, like left him and like they're kind of like making fun of like this like oh nagging wife who's like gonna come back at the end like and she mm-hmm. does like you never see her though. Mm-hmm. Women don't speak to each other even though the even though like the lead bag the lead bad guy's like main henchman is like a woman she like Bridget. it's still like that it's it's that fe- female fatale one kind of, of one of his stereotype. lines to her is uh is how long would it take to shave those legs because she's so tall yeah and they have when she's at the shooting range she's shooting in the shot of her at first with the show that she's showing a gun it's a shot up because this is still the 80s so they still were sexual but kind of reserved a shot of her legs first yeah. mm-hmm. in the heels and then pans up to see her shooting the gun. Yeah. And I'm like, so I'm just saying like they didn't not make Eddie have a romantic interest because they cared about women's rights. Like, yeah. right. or they they didn't want, like that was not, not the reason it was very clearly not because also like the last line that they say about that woman after they kill her is like women, huh? Like it's literally that. Yeah. Yeah, that's what Taggart yeah, said. The, limit, the, the last line is like, women, right? They Am I right? a woman. A Taggart killed shoots her. her. <laughs> and again, and he says, and women, what? am I right? <laughs> and you know that's what? the last line. You know what? I was like, what is that? What? what? Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn can be in your hands today with Earning. Earning is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work. Up to $100 per day and up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earning app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. And look, guys, I know you're like me. Sometimes unexpected instances come up where you need a little extra cash. I know for me, we I got two dogs. Every now and then, one of these dogs eat something that they're not supposed to eat. <laughs> they be pooping, a, a, you know, doing yeah, something. And I'm I like, we got to take this dog to the vet. And the vet's like, you got to give me my money. And I'm like, goodness gracious. Well, that's why you got something like earning because you can make earning a part of your financial routine. Enjoy earnings over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about earning, I think about financial stability and security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earning today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earning app, type in Jump Under Podcast when you sign up. It'll really help the show. Jump Under Podcast. 
subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See earning.com slash TOS for details. Earning is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust member FDIC. Priceline presents Go to Your Happy Price. What's up? It's Kaylee Cuoco. When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. You can see yourself already there. It's beautiful. It might be sunny and sandy for some, neon and urban for others, deserts or rainforests or hiking trails. With Priceline, you can get to your happy place for a happy price with deals you really can't find anywhere else. Like up to 60% off select hotels to Costa Rica or five-star hotels for two-star prices in Cabo. Go to Priceline.com and travel to your happy place for a happy price. All right, see ya. I'm off to Miami. No, actually, wow, look at that. No, I'm going to Hawaii now. Ooh, Cancun looks nice. You know what? Belize looks pretty nice this time of year. Or, mmm, Palm Springs. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hi, this is Will Arnett. I, we, are inviting you to follow us as we go on tour and we take our podcast, Smartless, on the road. Join us and watch any boundaries we previously had disappear. Like you've never seen us before, you'll see us on the road, ordering lunch, roasting each other, and on stage as we surprise each other with a mystery celebrity guest in each city. Boy, that sounds amazing. Welcome to to Smartless! Don't miss our new series, Smartless, on the road, streaming May 23rd, only on Max. Subscription required. So, you open Google Chrome on your phone, you're hunting for a super rare first edition vinyl of a band you're obsessed with, when you're supposed to be working. But this site you tapped on seems pretty shady. And Daryl from IT just jumped up from his desk. Oh no, he's coming your way. It's a good thing built-in malware protection keeps you safe and sound. Not from Daryl, though. Sorry. There's no place like Chrome. Download Google Chrome on your phone. I have a question, and it's about to get too deep, so cut me off. So. All right. Okay. Taggart kills Bridget Nielsen's character, right? Uh-oh. Shoots her in the back. My question is as a cop, okay. right? As a cop, you're trained to, like, disarm people. Uh-oh. Here we go. So my thing is, if I see somebody, if I'm a cop, I have my gun out, I see someone pointing a gun at you, I'm behind them. Is there no way to get you from not shooting that gun without killing you? Of course there's a way. And my thing is, is, is watching movies like this, of course. where cops get to do badass kind of shit, which is literally shoot first, ask questions later, has that affected us so much so in these movies that now when it happens in real life, it's like, oh, what, what, what do we expect? Because watching this movie, I started looking yeah. at what cops were doing, and I'm like, this is some of the same shit that we're getting mad at now because it's like, wait, how they, they're just cowboys. Like, how come these cowboys are just roaming the streets yeah. whatever they want? And in this yeah. movie, it's like, that's what they're doing, and that's what gets applauded. I mean, we yeah. talked about that in Ride Along, too, the way, like, how, how abusive they were, like, how readily, like, it was, like, funny that yeah. they were, like, knocking people upside their head to get information from them. And, and also like, in, in Blue Streak, I think he goes, this is a do whatever I want and get away with it badge. Like, when, yeah. he, when he becomes a cop. Right, you yeah. Know? And, like, beating up Dave Chappelle's beating character. Beating up Dave Chappelle. Because, like, in this movie, like, some of the stuff, like, Eddie is super cool, but some of the stuff he does... And I get it as a movie. The only reason I'm even thinking about this is because of the state of the world and the situations happening. Yeah. But like, they literally shoot first. And it happens in almost all of these movies that we watch. They either shoot first or they either beat up somebody. And it's yeah. like, this is stuff that happens in real life. And people are like, 
but no, that doesn't exist. And I'm like, we've been seeing it in films and we're seeing it in real life. So this comes that, from something. That strip club scene. So they go to like the strip club to... to uh, Wait, why do they go to that strip club? Why do they go to the strip club? I know all of a sudden the, the Wait, bad guy... why do they go to the strip club? The bad guy uh, is there, but... It? I can't remember did if they it, know, did they know so? that he was there? No. Wait, I can't remember if they went after he picks up the, the matches. Maybe that's so what it is, because he the owns the strip club. strip club. The bad oh, guy owns, he owns the strip, the strip club. club. Yeah. Got it. You're right. They do have the... Ma- oh, yeah. no, 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 no. Or is no, that no. after? That's after. They get the matches yeah, from the yeah, car yeah. because the guy gives the matches I, I felt like to it the people like, they were going to kill him. Wait, how did they get to the strip club? Because they followed them oh, from wait, the no, house no, to no, the wait, strip no. club. 385 uh, is a, is, was definitely connected to a clue earlier. That's the name of the strip club. Right. So I don't, I don't remember what it is that instigates it in that moment, but early on in the movie... Uh, the chief is looking at something that says 385. Right. So they're at the... Wait, what do they do at the strip club? Man, I'm trying uh, to They sat down and looked at a There's couple a of, of women. A lot of naked women. Dances. I know there were and then, women. And then... And they, then... Uh, uh, but anyway, they, they leave. He sees, no, he sees like... Uh, he, uh, what was it? Eddie goes to the bar, gets his Coke, and he's like, who's the blonde hair guy? And he's like, oh, that's the guy who owns the uh, strip club. And that's when he knows like to leave and follow that guy. But right. it's like... You don't know why he's following the owner of the club. Like at no point is established like why he's following that. Dude. Yeah. yeah. But as they leave, these people come to try to kill them, and they just have this shootout on the middle of like a Beverly Hills like street. They just openly shoot. They just start openly people shooting. Are like, definitely they, getting hit by. I was bullets. just like, what? I was like, you guys are reckless with your guns right now. Yeah. Um, I mean, let's not forget. And they were also the reckless with the driving. Good God. But like, but it's interesting though because like. Yeah, we see it in movies, but in Bad Boys, it's a thing. Like, you can't just be shooting. Well, in Bad Boys, they get in trouble every time it happens. Every time. In this movie, they kind of get in trouble, but it doesn't feel as the same because the the guy was yelling at them already for literally just, like, working on the case. Right. That's what they're getting yelled at. They're getting yelled at for, like, doing stuff. They're not supposed to do. Not not for shooting up. Like, Bad Boys, actually, now that you bring it up, Bad Boys does a good thing about, like, their big shootouts happen in remote locations. Like, Bad Boys 1 is in the warehouse. Bad Boys 2 is on the island. Yeah. So it's like they make sure, I mean, even though they're driving through the city at one point, but they make sure to know like, oh, well, these big shootouts. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Like, it's crazy. But like, it's not. Yeah, like, yeah, but, no, but like. But, Yo, and true. They, no, true. And, yeah. they, and they have, and they shoot like in the club and they, but like, but they have a body count that they don't, that is not good. Like, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yes. I think, I think the way that they handle guns in that movie is like, I mean, granted, they still, it's still excessive, but yeah. like, it's way better than It's this like, one. you guys can't be doing you this. You shouldn't be you're, doing it. You're yeah. costing the city a lot of money. Yeah. Chris Tucker the same way when people. he blows up that car in the brush. Yeah. Right, right. It's like, like oh, you, what did you, you just blew up a city block. Um, I mean, because we do live in a world where a man can lay on his back with his hands up, legs spread, and get shot in the leg. And get shot at. Sorry, let me, let, let, me, let, me, let me correct myself. He can get shot in the leg, but they shot at him three times. He can, wait, no. Three times? They shot three times. And, and, and what was said was they weren't trying to shoot him. They were trying to get the uh, autistic kid. But he That's was, an official statement. But he was saying this is the worker saying, was saying. The reason I'm trying to bring it up is like these honestly, the, I can't with that story. That I didn't is one even of the most, know that they shot oh, three times. They shot three times, oh, yeah. hit him in the leg. But the statement they was were trying to kill. They a, were trying to get a mentally handicapped who was playing with a toy truck. Playing but, with a tro- toy truck, was, sitting on the ground. But the worker with no cross legs, cross legs, sitting on the Indian. What's his name? Charles. Charles said. 
He doesn't have a gun. The only reason I even bring this up because like we're watching <laughs> so much stuff. I, I'm I'm so I I can't. <laughs> I, I I am his caseworker or whatever it is. He says it. He I'm screams so it. He says his legs every- are spread. His hands are straight up. He literally couldn't be in a more defenseless position. But they, the thing that's disgusting about it is they were trying to shoot. And this is not to like take it off the realm, but it's like we've become so desensitized to stuff in media. Whereas like when I look at these movies, we we celebrate this kind of stuff in movies. And I'm not saying like these movies aren't fun to watch, but this is a part of the problem. Like these movies right here, and it's not to like take out Eddie and them, but it's like this is just an example yeah. of like this is a thing. Hey, yeah, but but it's fun. You, I didn't mean you, to do it for do Eddie. You I didn't mean to do it for you. Doing a sermon at my church, right? Or? I'm sorry, I didn't, mean, I didn't. I didn't mean to do it for Eddie. But like watching so many things recently, and the RNC ending, and it's like and seeing this movie and what cops do in this movie is like, yo, we've been seeing this for years. Yeah, Americans yeah. love violence, so we love it. And this uh, movie is so violent. Extremely. Um, in this one, uh, in this one, this is the, the, the we have the first instance in the series where um, someone else refers to Eddie as black. Oh, oh yeah. Wait, when? Wait, who? At the end. When, oh, the, the when last. We, right. So there are wait, only what? two moments in this movie where blackness comes up at all. One is when Eddie, uh, when the the cops like yelling at him again. He's like, he's like, hey man, is this a black thing? It's so it's random. Joke. It's a he random throws joke. It in at the end and the, the guy's scene. like, oh, shut up. Kind of right, like he's just it's like literally like is this a black thing? Like it goes like the oh. theme song immediately plays like like it was his tagline. And it's like, like <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, what? They just wanted to remind the audience that hey, you were watching this movie. It was a black guy the whole Yo, time. Did you notice? Know so late in the movie for yeah, no re- for no is, reason doesn't get brought up again. Nobody's they all like, get kicked out, but he for some reason needs to single out himself and go, is this a black like? Everyone is kicked out of the office, but then he goes, "Is this a black thing about him?" Like, no, Eddie, no. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's a joke, but it's just and like then, it's wait. like you're not recognizing. Nobody recognizes the race anyway, which is fine. I don't know. We talked about that, and then the end is like, uh, he's like, "Is this really your uncle's house?" And he's like, "Yeah, trust me." And then he leaves, and the two people walk up. Yeah, and, and they're, they're like, like, "They're like, what are you? What are you guys doing here? Who's that black guy? Who's that black guy?" Uh, but then also right before this, so right before this, Eddie kind of brings up a black thing uh, when he goes, uh, you guys are getting more and more like me every day. Pretty soon y'all going to uh, have, Afro. have afros and big dicks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I mean, this, I mean, <laughs> we didn't, this movie didn't need that, but thank you. Well, <laughs> I, I'm not blaming I mean, Eddie. That's, that's, the, I mean, the that's the editor. That's the editor because you know Eddie said like five different things. <laughs> yeah. And they like, just went with that one. That's the one. Uh, I mean, but all black people have afros, bro. I mean, that's just And big thing. dicks. And big dicks. <laughs> um, <laughs> I do have an afro. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> so when. <Yeah. laughs> I thought you were going to say something else. And no, I was like, but yo. He, did. he said everything. He said, I do have an afro. Yeah. I was like, hey, yo, bro. I was like, hey, yo. I wanted to let it go. Hey, I don't want it. Hey, Baylock. I see what you did there, brother. I do ladies, have an afro. Ladies, just so you know. Because I know we like to clarify who's saying what wait, on this wait. podcast. I know we like to clarify. Just no, to clarify, no. John wanted everyone to know no, that, he that, has an afro. As, that he has as a black man, he's got an afro. An afro. Oh, my God. You know what I'm saying? Just, just so y'all know. All right. 
JB has an afro. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Um, hey. Oh, no. My parents are this. Hey, hey. Your hey, parents are hey. saying, hey. Hey, Papa Braylock. Hey, your son Mama, said Mama thank Braylock. you. Your son said thank you on the podcast. <laughs> thank you for the afro. <laughs> thank you for that. <laughs> thank you for that afro. <laughs> His dad's like, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he got an afro. Uh, <laughs> Runs in the family. I hate everything. <laughs> Ah, everything. <laughs> anyway, where, where, oh God, where were we? Oh man, um, this is why women hate men so much. <laughs> no, I didn't. We didn't say We're, it. None of us. We aren't responsible for this. No, we didn't do all this. Right, all right, all right. So, uh, <laughs> so I don't even know what happens really next. I mean, I, what did you guys think about the through line of uh, I didn't used to always be a cop. That I didn't. That like. was weird. Yeah, it was yeah. Really that weird. I didn't like. It wasn't in the first movie. It at wasn't all. in the first movie. And, and like, why can't he just have been a cop? Right. I mean, like, I don't know. We've talked about this before. We talked about this with the first one, and we also talked about it with Blue Streak of like how like other experiences like help to influence. But this, but like, it was like it was not a part of the first movie. No. So like, couldn't he have just to, been? No, we know what it is to me. To me, not to cut you off, but to me, no, it's like this that please. thing to justify. Why he's so good at his job? It's like he can't just he be was a, a good crook. cop. He was a crook. That's why he knows. More. It's like how come this black dude knows, knows more than more everybody than white else? Cops. Oh, because he was one of the bad guys. Yeah. So that makes him. That explains why he's an anomaly. <sighs> he just can't be good. But like he, it's true. I don't know. He like, just can't be good. It's true. Like, but the, I think that part of it too, though, is like in Detroit, things are different. That was such a big part That's of the, the first movie. Main thing. So like, there's way more crime. So he, he knows about exactly. It. So like, even even not be, being a cop can be part of that. But it didn't have to be that he was also a criminal. Like, yeah, like he broke into people's houses. And yeah, stuff like, like that. what? No, man, like, he was just a good cop. He was a street cop. That yet yeah, the worlds are different. The like, crimes are different. Uh, yeah, and the so way that you police upsetting. is different. I, I, yeah, I didn't like that at all. Also, because like it didn't, it didn't make any, it didn't go anywhere. It didn't, it didn't really add anything to his character. It's not like they explored that right. in any way other than just a justification for why he could do those things. Yeah, and uh, it was just like, and also they didn't really, they like didn't really care about it either. And like they're just like, oh, like great, he's like helping these cops like break the law, I guess. Yeah, yeah which is insane. And it's uh, like, yeah, I didn't like that. Um. <laughs> yeah, so cuz like he also like figures this thing out pretty quickly. It's just about how they're going to catch how they're going to find the evidence to catch it. Catch them. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um and I'm just trying to remember like I guess the, the same thing happened in the first movie too. He like pretty much figured out like almost immediately who it was and then he was just trying to figure out how to catch them. Yeah, yeah how to like prove it. Uh uh yeah, what are the other I mean we talked about a lot of things. Oh, can we talk about should we talk about the cement truck driving? Oh, I mean, when he just like crashes through the how street. How crazy it was! It was yeah. I was just like, yo, y'all, y'all, there were a lot of y'all almost killed police officers. Yeah, and a dude leaving his house. Yeah, and I was just like, why? It's just supposed to be funny that he can't it's drive. To be fun, uh, but well, also not only that he can't drive, but that they chose a cement truck. And, I mean, it is funny that like he chose the size a of truck. that, like all of that stuff was was. Fun. I kind of wanted to talk about um, Bridget. What's her last name? Bridget. Nielsen. Oh yeah. Bridget Nielsen, who's the main bad guy? Yeah, she's like she's like the henchman, but who like basically is the bad guy? Um, for a lot of you young people, um, you may remember her because she was uh, married to Flavor Flav, and they had a TV show together, uh, which was wow terrible. Um, anywho, I think about her because she this is like right, but this is right after Rocky. Wow, when she was in Rocky, right? Rocky three. Oh man, because she was she was because she was um yeah yeah when the Russian she was the Russians like 
wife or handler. Okay. Basically, she she was in it, so she was like kind of a big deal because she was like a model, right? Yeah. Right. But when I think about it, so you had this famous model, like she only spoke, she spoke very little words, and then even though she was a bad guy, they made sure to know that she was a femme fatale, right? In very this movie. much so. Like you knew who it was. Yeah. But. She didn't is, try to disguise herself much at all. Like she had wore one wig. Yeah, at one, yeah, one time, one time. It was at the beginning, and he just janks it right yeah. off. Yeah, but but she is, didn't wear. But like the thing that I didn't understand about that, I was like, you're wearing a wig then, but when you robbed the place, you were in your blonde hair. Yeah, it yeah. makes no sense. Like everybody, everybody saw who you were. You didn't hide your face or anything. Yeah, and then the thing too, because Eddie does it for some reason. Him keep calling her big bitch kept throwing me off. Yeah, and it was like because he is still the. Yeah. This is my thing. As the good guy, right? As the good guy, to me, he shouldn't have been the one. Even if they wanted a character to say that, which they shouldn't have, he shouldn't have been the one to do it. Because him saying it makes it okay. Right. So, like, for instance, if it would have been, like, um, tag it. And, like, he'd be like, hey, man, don't say that. But, like, the fact that the But nobody said don't say that. I know, but that's that's my thing. It's like, for this super, for this, not superhero, but for the hero of this movie, the black dude, to call the white female lead... Big bitch, the entire movie. Yeah, no, I mean that's a that's a big problem with just how women are represented and were, but specifically but, were yeah. represented back then. But it also, was totally cool the lack, to say but, that. But also, to me, it's like it's disrespectful to her and it's disrespectful to Eddie because to me, what it does is it's saying like, and this is too deep, but it's saying like he doesn't, they don't respect our women. Because already he does not have yeah, any but, relationship, but, but it's like I he's calling this woman a big. He's calling her a bitch the entire movie. That's I mean, also, almost that's almost too nuanced for this movie. Like yeah, yeah, like, yeah like also no, because Eddie uses that word all the time. In yeah, 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 true. But but also but also just like. I think if Eddie were somebody else, like say this were the sequel to the Sylvester Stallone movie that they tried to make, mm-hmm. he would have been like that big bitch. Like yeah, I think that that they're very disrespectful. For yeah, I think that that would have been what would have happened, which oh, is yeah. like. Wrong. <laughs> That's it's like how dare this woman try to step into our. And I almost wanted world. her to just be the bad guy. Like in my mind, I was like, she was more imposing than the main, like the actual reveal of the main villain. She yeah. Did, like, she I mean, it's cool that she's villain. like the main muscle. You know what I mean? Like, she could have been the villain too. Because that's kind but of a trope. I like, like the big woman who like is. I mean, they well, did it in kick ass. Yeah, yeah like that's the trope. thing. She could have been the mastermind to me. Like, there was no reason that we even needed that other guy. Because I don't even remember him, honestly. I forgot he was the bad guy until James told me, like, oh, yeah, we got to watch this part because, like, he's the bad guy at the end of the movie. Yeah. Hey, man. Well, you know, Catwoman. Stop it. Catwoman's the main bad right guy, so. Stop it. Yeah. Yeah. And the main hero, so. Guys, but you know that what? That movie's great, right? Can I, can I, can I tell you yeah, one no, thing? I guess so. I guess yeah, so. it's not bad. <laughs> this movie, and you know how I feel about this. This movie could have had multiple swirls. Yes, it could have. Oh man, multiple I'm so swirls! Excited. When you download the Kroger app, you have easy access to savings every day. Get the most out of weekly sales and receive personalized coupons toward your favorite items, all while earning one fuel point for every dollar spent. Because shopping at Kroger, whether in store or online, is easy, and saving money is even easier with the Kroger app. So get the most value out of every trip, every time. Download the Kroger app now to save big. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Must have a digital account to redeem offers. Restrictions may apply. See site for details. Hey, this is Tim Heidecker, and I'm glad to be back in Glendale, California, in the studio with my good friends DJ Doug Pound and Vic Berger for another episode of our podcast, Office Hours Live. This week, we had a very special guest, his golden messenger, who played a beautiful tune for us. We laughed, we had fun, and you should tune in to Office Hours Live this week, and quite frankly, every week, 
on your podcast app of choice or at youtube.com slash office hours live. This movie could have been a Is it already time for the swirl? It could be a smorgasbord of swirls in this movie. Oh, this smorgasbord. This could this this could have been a smorgasbord. A smorgasbord. smorgasbord. Right, <laughs> okay, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to music. Hit it, Nick. Producer Nick, y'all. Oh. <laughs> okay, yeah. so this is my thing. There's so many swirls. I'm trying to like trying to memorize where I want to want to be. Okay, here goes. Here goes one swirl. Here goes one swirl. Eddie Murphy is keeping in the old captain's house, right? He doesn't know the daughter's there, right? Oh my god. The daughter's there. She surprises him. Next thing you know, he's like, oh my goodness. She has a gun on you. She has a gun. He's like, oh, I'm so sorry. And she's like, don't worry. This is just my hot steel. And he's like, I like the way you hold that steel. And then she's uh-huh. like, yeah, it's cool. Get out of here. I got to take a shower. And he's like, you know what's so hard about taking a shower? You can't reach your back all the time. Oh my God. It's true. You can't watch it. You can't watch it back. You can't get the center of your back unless you're flexible. <laughs> and then she's like, you know what? You're right. Can you help? And he's like, you know what? I got time. Oh no. They go upstairs. He helps her wash her back because it's sensual. Like the water comes on. This is how the scene says. They go in. You see her turn the faucet. You see Eddie's back. Just a black back. Just strong and masculine. Just a black. Just, just a strong, black. Just strong just and masculine. Black. Right? Let's say, you know, she has one of those showers that's like a sliding door that's kind of clear. You know what I'm saying? Because you can get a fog in the outlines. That's what the movie's all about. Let's you know, you see her walk in. You only see backs because we're like tasteful. We're not disgusting. Yeah, you only, you see, only see the backs. They walk in. She walks in. Missed and back Right But this is the shot This is the shot All of a sudden You see them Like two figures Alright in the shower You see her in the front And you see him in the back A little bit And you see them Just walk closer together. Cut Alright So we know they did it yeah. Cut Next scene Next scene Next scene Alright He's at his house Like uh, Rosewood And Taggart are like Coming to like Hey who, what house is this who, Whose house They see Eddie in there Eddie's in the pool In a jacuzzi Eddie got Not this time Not a blonde He's got a brunette Just hanging with him Right then not only does he have a brunette, he's like, oh, do y'all want, do y'all want something? All of a sudden, he has a beautiful black woman come out with a fro. And then Stop, she's like, no. and she's like, oh, man, I can, get, I can get a drink for y'all. And they're like, no, we good. And then she's like, can y'all give us a second? She hops in the pool. Right? So now it's the three of them in the pool. And this is like one of those scenes out of like, what is that movie? Wild Things. Why are you well, writing a porno? <laughs> this yeah, ain't a porno. No, this is like a scene out of like. <laughs> these are movies. Half the time, these are actual scenes in real movies. All of a sudden, this is like the movie, like, like, like uh, Wild Things. Eddie hops out of his like little floaty thing, jumps in the pool, does his lap, and unless he know, let's get it on, please. Right? <laughs> Why is it? Let's get it. Let's get it All on, right. please. Last one. Ah, oh, another so, one. There's so many of it could happen in this movie. Last one. Last one. Last one. Okay. All of a sudden, he's in the strip club, right? And he's trying what to get the strip. The- you couldn't have even done in the Playboy Mansion. No, see, no, I thought about the Playboy Mansion, but people were like, yeah. you know, he was doing real work that nah, time. Yeah. Strip club. He's in the strip club. He got right? kicked out. They didn't even do anything. He that- was just confronting the guy, getting under his That's skin. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, so but you don't club. want to be the yeah, person like, not in the Playboy Man. Playboy not, not if you ain't invited for real. For real. You're right. Man. Strip club's much classier. Oh, super classy. <laughs> and I'm about to show you how it gets super classy. All of a sudden, like instead of that old dude who's the waiter, it's like a woman. He's like, hey, dude, like who is this guy? And she's like, oh, he owns a place. Here, let me take you to the back so you can get, like, surveillance footage. Whole time when he doesn't know is that this is a bad guy. And, like, you know how it happens in the movies is they have that, like, that tussle where she's whooping his ass. And he's, like, trying not to hit her. And she's like, be a man. And he accidentally hits her. And she's like, you hit me. He's like, well, you were trying to kill me. And she's like, no one's ever trying to defend themselves. And she presses him on the wall. And she has her way with Eddie Murphy. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? She has her way with him. And he leaves. And he gets no evidence because she was like, I didn't know who that dude was. Real, I just like, you know, wanted to help Let's out. not forget the sexy Beverly Hills cop. Oh, but they sexified though. 
Keep going. Can I tell you what's so funny about I'm that? having this an out of body experience right now. Where I'm like, this isn't really happening, but it's like it is happening, and I like haven't stopped it. You know what I mean? But like, I, I want to crack, crack so much. Your boy's gonna peek a crack it every time. And he just never did it, and it pissed me off. So. All right. That's enough of that. And it could have been two more oh, swirls. I'm going to leave it alone. Oh, my goodness. Two more swirls. Gracious. The movie could have been full of swirls. Because oh, my man so, wasn't a sex symbol. For those who were wondering, though, like the end of the movie is literally just like they, they go to this like, I don't know, this trucking yard where they're, <laughs> it's like guns. Like the whole thing is like, oh, they're selling guns. And like Rosewood. Also, we didn't talk about the fact that like he has a, his whole thing is like. He loves Rambo or something. Yeah. Yep, Rambo poster on the wall. He's got a Rambo poster, which I thought was like, I was like, was that a wink to the fact that S- Sylvester Stallone was supposed to be in the first Beverly Hills Oh, that would have been and, then, uh, and he just loves guns, and they're like, we got to talk about this, but they never talk about it. <laughs> a cop who loves guns. And, and uh, loves yeah, they people. all shoot up the place, and they kill literally every single bad guy. Uh, don't arrest anybody, because they're all dead. And... Uh, <laughs> And then the other guy gets fired, and and anywhere. the other guy gets fired. The guy who thinks that it's ludicrous He's that yelling these, at them that these insubordinate cops shot up a bunch of, albeit villains, but they are people. Oh, they meet. They fire guy, the, guy the guy who who's, who's mad they killed everyone. Yeah, who's mad that they killed everyone? That's the guy who gets fired. Yeah, again, once again, just like the end of the first movie, just yeah. like being like, no, please. <laughs> anyway. Woo! Okay, and then yeah, he goes back to, and then the oh, the cars, the cars all messed up, but it doesn't matter because he saved the day uh, in Beverly Hills. And uh, yeah, okay, that's the end of the movie. So yeah, Yeah. it's it's time for the cause, I think. No, I was, you guys, I was thinking. No, I, I, I was thinking, and I don't know if you guys have ever seen this. Have you guys seen the movie, the movie Hancock? Because the Will Smith movie. Yeah, the movie, the Will Smith movie Hancock. What are you doing? Yeah, no, because there's this movie with... with didn't you already do Hancock? No, no, I was just wondering, like, is it good? You guys wait, think that movie is any good? Wait, didn't we review wait, Hancock? What are we doing? No, do you guys... Hancock, is that a good movie? I, like, I just heard about this. What year is this? What year I is this, this I don't know. Uh, 2016. No, 2016. 2016. 2016. I just heard about this movie. Why are you Hancock? talking about Hancock? No, I just heard this movie, Hancock, with... It's like, it's supposed to be cool, like, he's like a superhero. We don't I, do retro no. shit on this show. What? We're not doing Hancock. <laughs> what? We solved Hancock. <laughs> we it's watched not a good Hancock. Movie. No, I just wanted to know. No. You made us watch what? Hancock. We're not talking about Hancock. I don't remember Stop doing Stop talking about Hancock. You can pick another cop movie. Oh, my God. I don't remember doing any of that. You can pick Miami Vice or something? I don't remember doing any of that, so... Wow. What's wrong with you, James? Okay, it's time for the cause. You apologize to the people. I apologize to James III for bringing up that god-awful Will Smith movie that Will Smith doesn't even acknowledge exists. I stand by it. Wait. <laughs> no, he does acknowledge Yeah, he does acknowledge it. He doesn't acknowledge uh, Wild Wild West. Wild Wild West. Uh, he acknowledges that as a mistake. And he moved forward. Wicked Wild Wild. Wow, wow, wicked, 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 oh, wait, wicked. stop it. Well, you guys are confusing me. It's time for the call. <laughs> wait, that was <laughs> the gonna... most random tangent we've <laughs> We're going to rate, we, we rate films not based on how much we like them or how well we think they were uh, critically, but whether they help the cause of more leading actors of color in film. We give it a black fist if it right. helped the cause, a white palm if it was so-so, or nothing if it didn't help at all. Y'all ready for this? Y'all ready for this? All right. 
That was random. Started by we sexy, y'all ready for this? I know. All right, you ready? Okay. So wait, wait, shut up. What are you doing? Are you doing one, two, three, or three, two, one? Uh, I'm gonna do one, uh, three, two, one. Okay, cool. All right, here we go. Close my eyes. Do I know what I'm giving us? Okay. I think I know what I'm giving. I think I do. Three. Two. What? Oh, two fists in a pond. Two yeah. fists in a pond. Isn't that what Beverly Hills Cop the first one got? Producer Nick. Producer Nick. You failed, Producer Nick. <laughs> <laughs> Producer Nick. You should know off the top the, of your head the first every rating thing. of every movie that we've ever done. We, we don't care how many podcasts you do, Producer Nick. First negative thing we've said about Producer Nick on air is uh, <laughs> to, not, to not know something we did a year ago. Uh, no, all right. I, can I start? I should probably yeah, start. You, start. Yeah, start, I, start. I wasn't sure what to give it, yeah, especially since this movie made so much money. And like, and uh, I can't remember if I was the one that gave it a palm last time. Probably yeah, I don't you remember. No, I'm. Hey, come on, <laughs> come on, bro. Uh, I'm not a hater. These <laughs> these ratings are not about if the movie was good or bad, uh, but it's about if it helped the cause. And I was thinking about this. I was thinking about this. And I and I don't know if this movie in particular is a movie that helped the cause or not. Hmm. I was stuck. I was stuck. Like it made a lot of money, and it was a sequel starring a black person. So yeah. all those things are like great. That's a good thing. But like, I don't know if like, and it, since it made a lot of money, like it makes people want to f- continue to make this movie. But I remember right. talking about this with with these types of movies. But I remember talking about this with Beverly Hills Cop, and I think I did give it a palm. Now that I think about it, it's like this created an archetype. That was tried that that people kept trying to reproduce, and it kept getting more and more watered down. Like like mm-hmm. there there are few. I, I mean, and I and I I've already talked about uh, Rush Hour on this on this episode, but like that's one that's like oh it's better, and they kind of flip it in a way that's like interesting and new, and, and there's a freshness to it. Um, but like you know I I I don't think that that what came after this is necessarily something that. Is positive, and then I also think that a movie like this really helps Eddie Murphy a lot. Like it makes you go, "I want to cast this guy again," but I don't know if it necessarily makes uh, Hollywood want to cast more black people. But since it made a lot of money, it's like, yeah, maybe it did. So like, so I think I gave it a palm. Is maybe it doesn't necessarily mean so so that it helped, but I think I'm on the fence. Is what that palm means? Uh, that makes sense. Um, so yeah. I'll, I'll go next. Um, I gave this movie a fist, even though I know I reviewed it, I kind of didn't like it. I gave it a fist kind of for the fact that it made a bunch of money. It was a sequel with a black dude. And it spawned, I kind of, I know that the movies it spawned weren't the best, but I'm kind of happy it even spawned those movies because it gave people of color like jobs and yeah. like a shot. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the movies weren't great. I mean, he got another one after this. Like this even spawned a TV show that you know didn't get picked up, but yeah. now they're talking about making a fourth one. Yeah, and this also helped with the legend and icon, helped build the icon status of Eddie Murphy. True. Mm-hmm. So to me, it's like a franchise. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So to me, it's like how many black dudes have a franchise? Yeah. I mean, to be truthfully honest, Will Smith ain't got no franchise. Right. Like, well, Bad Boys. I mean, but the thing is, like, Bap, does he have black. several? Doesn't he have several? Well, no. Well, like, but the thing is, like, he doesn't. What I'm saying is, like, Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy is Beverly Hills cop. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No. Yeah. Bad Boys is Will Smith and yeah. uh, Martin, Martin Lawrence, Lawrence, and they have two. If the third mm-hmm. one comes out, cool. But they have two movies. Even okay. with even yeah. Men in Black is like he always no, had Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah, and then he had Josh Brolin. Like mm-hmm. it wasn't Will Smith. Yeah. In well, Josh Brolin whatever. was like a. Yeah, but I know, but I'm saying, but like, but Josh Brolin at that time was huge. Yeah, yeah. My, arguably, 
No, don't oh, do it. Oh, no. at that no. in, in, Be- in Men in Black 3? A draw. Like, oh, like, no. no. Because no, there was, was not a draw. Are you sure? I are we talking about? Are we talking about box office? We, we even saying no for I, I disagree. Jo- Josh Brolin, why? Because of No Country for Old Men? At that, at that point, bro, he was in movies that not only were getting critical acclaim, but he actually was making money. Will Smith, at that point, was on a – like, he was trying to come back. Remember? He was, he was hot. Like, there was, there, was, there was a reason that you put – Will Smith and Josh Brolin together, I think. Not only I'm not he saying he wasn't hot. I'm saying he was not on Will Smith's level. That's a different thing. Do you not, do yeah. you not, do you not remember the – do you not even rec- – okay. I, rem- do you I remember know Josh Brolin wasn't but- big. Do you remember like when he had that downward spiral? Like even right now, Will Smith is still trying to make that Will Smith comeback. Can we acknowledge that exists? Now, but that – like the- That was the start. That was it. That was a part of the era. No. All those movies that you feel like were – his downward spiral that happened in 2008 made a lot of money. Hancock made a crack load of money. But was Seven it Pounds made, made a lot of money. Was it made like three after After Earth or no? Am I wrong? It I, was. I might be wrong. It was, I think it was After Earth. Yeah. Like I, I remember I, exactly I, it. But Men in Black 3 made money. Like it all, it they did, all made oh, yeah, money. And Roger I mean, Ebert thought it was the best one, which I 100% disagree. I mean, he was sick at yeah, that point. Yeah, of course. Man. He was sick. Roger Ebert <laughs> was sick at that point in his life, so let's not. All right. What I'm saying is Eddie had a franchise that was his. That's true. Like straight up. Yeah, that's he is fair. Right. Is fair, fair enough. Mm-hmm. So once Black Panther comes out, hopefully we have another black man with a franchise. Yeah. I, yeah, that's, that is true. Uh, I think Will Smith could have had a franchise. Like Independence Day. Well, I don't know. I guess not. That wouldn't have been his, right? I don't know. It's hard because all of Will Smith's big movies that he did in the in early on were like with other people. The movies that were supposed to be franchises didn't pop as much. Like they almost made sequels to I Am Legend. They almost that would have been his. You know, they almost made sequels to that. They no, they were gonna make a to prequel because a he prequel, dies at the right. end. Of but that's what I mean. Spoiler. You know what I mean? They were gonna make a second movie and uh, Hancock. They were gonna make more to bring it up again in this episode. <laughs> but they were they were gonna make more, but they just didn't do as but well. He didn't get them. Yeah. I wonder if um, he wanted to make more. I think so. He helped develop. Oh he yeah, helped he developed the new. Men in Black came. Uh, Men in Black Three came before After Earth. Okay, it was the first movie he did in like four years though, because he made like he made those. He made Hancock, Hancock and Seven Pounds in two thousand eight. But like I said, even though even though people were like, oh, those movies weren't as good, they still made a, a lot of money. Right, like, they weren't but, critically as well. That's what I think. That's what we mean. Like I don't think I necessarily mean that Josh Brolin to 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 say what. Yeah. Yeah, I, was saying, I don't like, think Josh Brolin made nearly as much money as, as Will Smith. Also, uh, he couldn't have greenlit a movie. I mean, he did. He the movie that he greenlit was Jonah Hex, and then like that didn't do well at all. And people are like, okay, he can't do this by himself. Yeah, Jonah Hex is also a weird character. Yeah, and also he was making like I'm he had another saying, movie right after uh, that. I'm just saying. I feel like you don't know that. Guardians of the Galaxy. I know right. a lot about no, Josh Brolin. Right. I, what That's I'm talking true. about is Hollywood. But I'm talking about. Are we talking about like a star meter? Or are we talking about like critically? Like critically, Josh Brolin is considered a better actor than Will Smith. Yes. I, f- I feel like I feel like when it comes to I feel like when it comes to like audience draw at this point. <laughs> Why did we get off? No, because the, you know, I'm saying I'm like bring this back. Yeah, yeah. For this I think episode. it is because it's I like this Beverly is say, like Jonah Hex came Josh out Brolin. in 2010 before <laughs> Men in Black yeah. two, three, and he, had, uh, uh, and he had other big movies that came out after that, didn't he? I do. No, he did well. He did well in the Coen Brothers films. He did well in True Grit. Right. And no Country for Old Men. He made W, which like again, right. nobody saw a lot. I think a lot of people saw True Grit, but that's it. Like, yeah. 
I just think I remember there being a lot of heat around him at that point. The fact I remember when Josh Wolin was cast in that movie it was a very big deal. Yeah, I think I remember that being. Like, it was I think it was a big deal, deal in actor circles. I don't know yeah, if it was as big of a deal it. for like the American public. Yeah. People might still be like, that. who is that? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> if you know who Josh Rowland is, if you don't know who Josh Rowland is, tweet us, be like. Yeah, tweet at us if you don't know who Josh Rowland is. I am interested about that. I mean, I know who Josh Rowland is. Josh Rowland was also in American Gangster. And he is currently. Thanos. Thanos. He's Thanos. Yeah, I mean, Josh Brolin was in Goonies. I mean, You're my right, man has right. been working for a long yeah. time. Goonies All right. never say die. Here okay. we go. All right, sorry. Uh, and Second weirdest tangent we've ever That had. is the biggest <laughs> tangent ever. Uh, I haven't given my rating yet. So I gave it a fist. <laughs> I gave... <laughs> I gave <laughs> I gave Beverly Hills Cop two a fist because, uh, well, I mean, yes, it proved like Gerard's saying it proved that a black man could do a franchise. Um, uh, they made a third one. It made a lot of money. It made more money foreign, you know, internationally, which is a huge deal today. Which again puts another little notch in this theory, theory that I have about you know making making names familiar. Um, and then also, uh, I mean, Chris Rock. Well, he got a you know his first movie role in it too you know and, I mean Chris Rock obviously isn't the biggest movie star but he was great it was great that Eddie Murphy was like could be like boom you come with me you know what I mean these kind of things need to happen he did that in Beverly Hills one with Damon Wayne so um, you go ahead keep now could there have been more <laughs> could there have been more done maybe you know what I mean could have been probably some more black people in this film for sure uh, but I do think like it again it added to the legend status like. Gerard was saying of Eddie Murphy, which was which is huge. Like people can always be like, "Hey, Eddie Murphy's bigger than like most white stars." So like, don't tell yeah. me that a dark skinned black man can't be the lead of stuff. Mm-hmm. So um, oh, that's true. You know, it, it it got a couple lower points for for the swirl stuff, but you know, I mean, well, what can we do? You know, and like a thing I want to say too, just so everybody knows, like I'm not hating. Like Eddie Murphy is definitely a big reason why I do any of the stuff that I do. Yeah. So like you know what I mean I was just on the fence. Yeah, about he's this inspired movie. by a bunch of people. I was just on the fence. Did right. he really inspire you, James? Because if you, you know, oh, what do you mean? Did he really inspire me? I'm saying because I would still give Will Smith a fist. Do you want to talk about like the time it. that Wait, he said? Did you give Will Smith a fist? You cannot say fuck is one of my favorite things. I his impre- his impression. Tell Bill Cosby you have a coconut smile and shut the. Tell Bill, tell Bill, have coconut smile and shut the fuck up. It's so funny. So good. Okay. Uh, 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 all right, all right. That's enough. We've done. No, tell me more, James. No, <laughs> tell me more. Which is a joke that Martin Lawrence almost completely rips off. Completely, you so crazy oh, with like with like the, the, the syrup sandwich. Oh yes, does. <laughs> oh like, uh, legit. Does. You're doing the same. Yeah, bit. same thing. Two, the same so bit. okay, we got two black fists, one white pop, uh, and that's it. Thank you guys so much for listening. For a year, we, we appreciate it. If you haven't rated and reviewed us on iTunes yet, please go do that. Give please us five stars. Uh, I'm doing like half of the plugs right now. Yeah, let's, <laughs> do, let's just go straight into the plugs. Uh, straight into this plugs. Straight into these plugs. Great, great. Let's do it. We got at Black Man Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Cheer. Uh, BlackmanPodcast.com for show dates. Speaking of shows, we go to ULA, Hollywood. Here we are. Hollywood Black City. Man will jump in Hollywood. Bow, bow. And we go to Beverly Hills. Hills, We We got to. to. It's a gated community. I don't know how we're getting in. Uh, (laughs) And then, (laughs) and what what we uh, what we will be doing is performing with our team, Astronomy Club, at the UCB Franklin on August 18th and August 23rd. Yep. Uh, 
at 8 p.m. on the on the Thursday, the 18th, and then at 9.30 at the 23rd. Mm-hmm. And then we have a performance 22nd at Sunset, UCB Sunset, which is their other theater. Yep. That's going to be an improv performance. That's on the 22nd at 10.30 p.m. Yep. Yeah. And then we all, Black Men Can't Jump, is performing a live recording at the Hollywood Improv yeah. uh, Saturday the 20th. Yeah, uh, at 5 p.m. Yeah, it's a little yeah. early. So it's, it's gonna be a little early. Five bucks. All these shows are only five bucks, but it's gonna be great. Yeah, you know what I mean. You get to party at the end of the night with us, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, with us. Listen, it's gonna be fun. And this is the thing: we do these live shows, right? Oh, we God. like to make sure that people like can enjoy the. Po- don't look at me like that, Jason. I just don't I just, know where this is going. <laughs> I just don't know where it's going. <laughs> we love to have a little audience interaction. So it's like if you if you want to chime in and you want to create a swirl. Hey, bring your best oh, yeah. ideas. Yeah. All right, bring yeah, your best. Bring your best ideas. Bring your best point. Wait, what did, y'all, what did y'all think I was going to say? <laughs> I, know, I thought you were going to be like, if you want to create a swirl in real life. Oh yeah, I, mean, guys, like, I'm I didn't some... think you were going to say that, but I thought you were going to say like, look, yo, if you I'm out there. I mean, no, I mean, listen, first off, James, you know me well because my second part is, yeah, look, man, we knew that we knew the LA man. We trying to see the sights, man. If you could tell us what a nightlife is, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Where the cool spots to hang. <laughs> Let right. us know. Cool. And then for me, at John Braylock on all my social media accounts: Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, JohnBraylock.com for videos and stuff. James. James Third Comedy. Third is 3RD. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, JamesThirdComedy.com. Oh, I don't know why I did. Uh, Nobody um, knows why. <laughs> yeah, so you can find me on, you know, Snapchat, Instagram. Um, listen, again, y'all can tweet me, hashtag the thirst is real. If y'all got locations that I should the visit. Thirst <laughs> Wait, if you got locations you got, I should visit, hashtag the thirst is real. Yeah, like say they got clubs, Dot bars. Com. It's wow. gonna be hot in LA, so you know hashtag thirst is real. You know what I'm saying? And that's not because it's thirsty, it's because it's hot in LA and I'm gonna need to get some water or libation. So hot in this yeah, sure. room right now. Uh, I'm sweating. Yeah, but, they, uh, <laughs> all right, and uh, that's it. For us, uh, thank y'all. Uh, wait, I don't even know what film we're reviewing next year. We don't, we don't know, know yet, yet. So send we us suggestions. Send us suggestions, but we won't get it. We won't listen. We won't. Oh, we won't get it in time. <laughs> we'll add an addendum. All right, see you guys next week. Peace. 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 And the film that we are reviewing next week: Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. We did a poll. People said it's not cheating, Jonathan, so I don't want to hear it. Jonathan, Jonathan so a, cheated. Jonathan so did a poll cheated. without Guys, talking Smith, to nobody. nobody. <laughs> <laughs> Suicide Squad star Will Smith. You guys know we want we you want us to review that movie. Come on. Everybody wants to review that movie. We're, you know what? I can't wait till we do it because I'm very curious to see who has more screen time and who's yeah, top we'll see. Well, here's, the, here's my thing. If Will Smith has the most screen time of a male actor, then I think I'm still correct. No, I mean, I agree. I agree. If Will Smith has Wait. more screen time than any man in this movie, Will Smith is the lead. I mean, you movie. guys, it's Will Smith in a movie. Exactly. So we got to review it. And we love Will Smith. All right. So we'll see you next week. Peace. Peace. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>